Hi everyone, this is Tom Miller, editor of Solar Review Magazine from Baywa RE Solar Systems, and today we're talking about rapid shutdown. If you're in a state like California where the NEC 2017 codes will take effect January 1st, 2020, you should be prepared for that changeover now. And here to talk about this and other rapid shutdown related items, I want to introduce my first guest. She's brand new to the Baywa RE team. I have Kate Collardson, our new product manager on the line. She's been drinking from the fire hose for the last month or so, but Kate, welcome to the team. How are you finding it at Baywa RE? Thanks so much, Tom. I'm very excited to join the Baywa team. It's, the, the culture is amazing. I can't say enough good things about the team and everyone on it. Can, can you give me a little background about your, uh, your history in solar, maybe a capsule summary? You know, what brought you to our prestigious podcast today? Sure. Uh, I joined the solar industry in 2006. I started as an installer working for a small company in Flagstaff, Arizona. I s- installed there for about three or so years. I got my NABs up there. Mm-hmm. And uh, then I I joined a l- large building products manufacturer in 2010 and uh, worked there for nine years uh, running the day-to-day operations of the solar division. And I then joined Baywa a little over a month ago. Yeah, so um, let's dive right in with a little rapid shutdown talk. Can you tell us really quickly, for those who might not know, what rapid shutdown is intended to accomplish? Sure. So rapid shutdown was codified, so it came into the code in 2014. And the goal of the code is to make, or this part of the code, is to make solar installations uh, safer for first responders. It provides a rapid shutdown, uh, provides an easy, quick way uh, to de-energize a PV system during a fire. The details of the code change uh, between 2014 and 2017, but um, basically uh, this section 690.12 requires that conductors are limited to a certain voltage within 30 seconds of initiating the the rapid shutdown. Great. Um, And as I mentioned at the top, in some states, NEC 2017 will take effect January 1st, 2020. And one of those states is California. Can you give me an overview of the key differences between NEC 2014 and NEC 2017 rapid shutdown requirements? Sure. Uh, There are two main differences. So one is the uh, array boundaries. So in 2014, the boundaries of an array were described as five feet inside of a building or 10 feet around an array. In 2017, those boundaries shrank in size uh, to one foot from the array in all directions or three feet from the point of entry into the building. Mm -hmm. other big change is the voltage limits. So 2014 and 2017 both limit voltage to 30 volts outside of the array boundary. But the big change in 2017 is that you have to either have a rapid shutdown unit that is listed and labeled as such, or uh, limit conductors to 80 volts inside the array boundary, or have no exposed wires or conductive parts. I want to come back to that first one. At the time that the code was written in 2017 and, and, and adopted, there was no such standard. Uh, there was no listing for a rapid shutdown unit. And so in the code gave some extra time. They, they gave until January 1st of 2019 to be code compliant in that section. And so that gave manufacturers time to create this 
listing and, and then certify products to that. And some states are much faster at adopting the NEC codes. Is that correct? That is correct. Yes. Uh, some adopt them within you know, a few months of, of them being issued and some wait several years. Okay, great. Um, so let's talk a little bit about the products that Baywa RE carries that are NEC 2017 compliant. What do contractors need to think about when planning their projects and, and ordering from Baywa? And maybe let's just tackle the first question. What do contractors need to think about when planning for NEC 2017 compliant projects? Sure. So if a contractor is used to installing under the 2014 code, then the two main differences are the size of the array boundary and the voltage limits inside of the array boundary. Um, there are some new signs signs that are required. There's some changes in the in the required signage, but those are the things that on the, the planning end um, right. to, to, to understand the, the size of the array boundary and understand what the voltage limit is and how to limit that voltage inside the array boundary. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, and let's talk about a little bit about our store. Um, tell us a bit the, uh, about the rapid shutdown compliant products we carry. Sure. Everything that we offer can be code compliant. So in-phase products, solar edge products, those are compliant right out of the box. When it comes to uh, traditional string inverters uh, without the optimizers in the, in, that are part of that the system, you would you would need to to install an additional module level electronics. So SMA is compliant. Uh, when paired with the Tygo solutions. So we have the the Dash S uh, rapid shutdown solution, which provides module level monitoring. It doesn't optimize, but, uh, and and it requires a communication box on the roof. There's the Dash O solution, which does provide uh, module level monitoring and optimization. And it also requires that, that, uh, communication box. And uh, finally, the dash F is rapid shutdown only. Um, there's a Tygo brand or an SMA brand. brand. The Fronius is, is another traditional string inverter. They have SunSpec chips uh, built into the Simo Advanced series, and you can pair those with the Dash S or the Dash O Tygo units where you would need that, that rooftop communication kit. Great. And we're going to talk a little bit about SunSpec in a, in a few minutes, but what's the best way to determine if a product on our store is NEC 27? rapid shutdown compliant. Does it say that in the description? Can you do a search? How does it, how does it work? Sure. There's no specific filter on our web store for NEC 2017. Mm. Uh, but when you're, when a uh, contractor is searching through our store, they're looking for something that is, uh, has module level electronics that provide that rapid shutdown. It is important to note uh, when working with the SolarEdge commercial optimizers um, that you need to be sure to uh, get something that will comply with that 80 volt limit. Mm. So to, to make sure they're connecting in parallel. And just to circle back to the, to the SunSpec, the SunSpec idea, you're working on a an article now, and and I don't want to jump the gun too much on that, but can you give us an overview on what SunSpec is and, and what you're going to be covering and why it might be interesting to our contractor partners? 
Sure. So SunSpec is a trade alliance of uh, solar and storage industry partners. They work together to create standards, information standards that enable plug and play system interoperability. They've created a solution for meeting rapid shutdown requirements with any module and inverter. Great. And folks can watch out for that piece coming on Solar Review. And by the time we publish this podcast, Kate will also have an article on rapid shutdown covering some of the things that we just talked about um, on Solar Review as well. And also you can see in that article the different uh, links to the products that we carry that are uh, rapid shutdown 20, NEC 2017 compliant. And we'll also put links to the article in the uh, show notes for the podcast. So that's all we have time for today, Kate. Thanks so much for jumping in here and coming on the podcast. You made it look easy. Thanks so much, Tom. This was fun. 